Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome to the very first episode of 2023. I hope you are motivated, inspired, and ready to put in the work for the year ahead. I'm looking forward to bringing you a lot of uh, really valuable content for this year, as I do every other year. Uh, But I wanted to start the year off with a solo episode around some of the habits that I think are extremely important um, to start integrating into your day in order to have a very successful year and to attract more abundance into your life as well, but also just to become the very best version of yourself, which I am extremely passionate about helping everyone try and find that best version of themselves and to expand everyone's awareness to the point where they realize that they're in complete control of their own life and and to stop living life on autopilot, I guess, and in particular to not have that victim mentality and to really take control of your own outcomes. And I think these habits are going to help you do that. So I've got 25 habits here that I'm going to run through now. I'd love to hear from you, or or if you enjoy this episode, take a screenshot, share it on your story for me. I'd love to hear some feedback on this one. But I think integrating these habits into your day to the point where they become non-negotiables, and some of these may not happen every single day, but if you're doing them more so than not, then I think you know it's, it's almost inevitable that your life will improve to an, to an extent. And again, I think everyone is in complete control of their own outcome. Um, obviously, there's certain things that happen in life that we have absolutely no control over, um, but it's not about what happens to us, it's how we respond to it. And I'm a big believer in that. And I think these habits are really going to help you have the very best year that you have had so far, but not only this year, because I think it's so important to understand that although this time of the year is fantastic for a lot of people who are motivated to make this year a good one. Motivation comes and goes. It's not something that is always hanging around. And in order to, um, you know, continue to, I guess, thrive when the motivation is low, it's not about the things that we do on a daily basis. It's about the, the person that we become and the habits that we start to instill that become automatic. It's not about the tasks that we are forcing ourselves to do daily. It's about the things that are just, they become part of who you are as a person. I think these are really going to help you guys. So I'd love to hear your feedback. We'll get stuck into the very first one, and that is getting up early. I think waking up before the sun is something that everyone should aim to do, even if you're not a morning person. You know, I still believe I'm not a morning person, although every single day, obviously for my job, I need to get up quite early, but I just find those, those first, particularly the first hour, when you wake up nice and early is a fantastic way to ensure that you are setting yourself up for a successful and productive day. 
it's often uh, uninterrupted because most people are still asleep. It allows you to kind of get ahead and really start the day on the right foot and make sure that the rest of the day is in your control and you'd be amazed at how much more you can get done just by getting up that little bit earlier. So getting up early is the first one. Second one is journaling. I think putting your your thoughts on paper daily is an absolute game changer. I think for a lot of people when they hear me kind of mention the word journaling, it's kind of like, well, you know, what the fuck am I going to write? which I understand, but just literally putting your thoughts on paper, okay, maybe using a journal prompt, you know, within the Mental Wealth Investor Club at the moment, I'm sharing daily prompts for people to be journaling on each day. And it's also just kind of putting thought to the things that you don't usually put thought to and gaining some clarity on what you want to achieve out of the day, what you want to achieve out of the week, doing some self-reflection and whatnot. And it's extremely powerful. And, you know, on the weeks where you're having a shit day or a shit week, you can go back and have a look at those days that were positive and that you did feel really good and kind of reflect on the things that you were doing and the thoughts you were having on those days to allow you to continue to to kind of come back to those and, and find the patterns of what is working for you and what is not. Number three is choose three high priority tasks to focus on to start each day. This, in order, in terms of productivity, I think um, having these high priority tasks is a game changer, and they don't need to be massive things either. It could be literally like for me today was record this podcast, send an email to my email list, and um, what was the third one today? Let me just have a look at my journal. Third one was oh to set up a, a couple of programs for some new clients. All right, so. For me, if I can tick off those three things, then not only do I feel productive, it's going to carry momentum into the next day. It's going to allow me then to make sure that I'm not letting any day go to waste. They, As I said, these can be as big or, big or small as you like in terms of the tasks that need to be done. But again, it just comes back to making sure we're not on autopilot every day, just cruising through each day without coming back to the things that are important to us and the things that need to be done. Number four is self-reflection. I think honesty with yourself is absolutely essential, reflecting on what has worked, what hasn't worked, um, you know, also recognizing the small wins along the way or sometimes the big ones as well. But it kind of all comes back to that same pattern, doesn't it, the autopilot thing. But I think for a lot of people, we just cruise through each day, each week, each month, and then that turns into a year. And we haven't put too much thought to, you know, what needs to change or if we had a a really good week can we go back and have a look at why it was such a good week and we start to build on these and and add one thing after the other and also I think the honesty part of it is very important too and that can be difficult at times it's almost like doing a stock take on your own life um, and being completely honest and real with yourself as to whether or not you're showing up as your best self every single day, you know whether you're treating other people in the right way, whether you are doing what you said you were going to do. Um, and that is only going to continue to move you forward. And as I said, build a lot of momentum, which compounds over time and can be extremely powerful. Number five is when you are stressed, frustrated or worried, I want you to ask yourself, will this matter in a week, month or a year? And if the answer is no, then you need to move on from that as soon as possible. Everybody at some point in time suffers from some form of stress, anxiety, worry or frustration but the ones that seem to come out on top, the ones that don't allow them to allow themselves to be affected by it are the ones who can process it, understand whether it's worth spending their time feeling stressed, worried, anxious about it or not and then moving on. Okay, it's very normal to feel upset or to feel frustrated or to get you know worried and anxious about certain things 
but when it completely takes over your life and it carries on for a whole day or for a whole week and then we look back and think to ourselves with some perspective, well, fuck, that was just a waste of time. You know, I think I put something on my story the other day. It was like, um, what did I say? How often has the things that you've um, worried about you know, future events that haven't even happened yet that you've been stressed and worried about, how often have they actually come true? And then how often have you, you know, the time you've spent being frustrated, um, upset or, you know, annoyed that things have happened in the past, how often have you been able to actually change them when they've already happened? And the answer is never. So there's no reason for us to spend, you know, too much time focused on those things if they're not inside our control, you know, really putting all your time and attention only on the things you can control but also understanding that if it doesn't matter in a week, month or year, there's no point worrying about it right now. Number six is allocate at least 15 minutes per day per day to learning something new. Now, this can be within your career, you know, the industry that you're in. This could be something completely random. I just think having that time allocated each and every single day, it might be reading, it could be doing a course, you know, it could be learning a new language, it could be, um, you know, honing in on the skills and trying to master the craft of the industry that you're in, which is obviously extremely important. And I think complacency is what really kind of kills a lot of people's progress. So allocating that 15 minutes every day to learning is very powerful when you compound that over 365 days for the year. Number seven is recognizing that thoughts become things. I've been harping on about this lately. And, you know, you obviously would have seen how some of my content has kind of pushed towards the mindset side of things, although there's going to be so much of the fitness content still coming through i just think if you can gain that understanding that your thoughts are extremely powerful and whether that's positive or negative either way it's going to be effective so if you're constantly thinking in a negative headspace and you are manifesting that negativity into your own life whereas if you are positively thinking as often as possible and you know thinking of the possibilities and what what you are capable of and what is possible then that works also that's going to continue to work in your favor so once you understand the power of your own thoughts I think it allows you then to put a bit more uh, put a bit more of a focus on the thoughts that you are having and the things you are spending your time thinking about more often. Um, and then once you get that understanding that your your thoughts are extremely powerful, you'll be amazed at how much your life can change purely just off the amount of time you are spending thinking of certain things and putting thought to certain things. Number eight is set up a sleep structure and aim to stick to it. Since using this Woot Band lately, um, I've just noticed how even when I have a really, so let's say I have seven or eight hours, but I go to sleep really late. So throughout this last couple of weeks, obviously not having to be up as early on some days or um, throughout the holiday period, even if I've had enough hours, if I sleep at a different time than what I usually do, I still wake up really tired and groggy. So I think it's not going to happen every day. And I'm the first to admit that my sleep's usually quite fucked, which is why I'm using the Woot Band. But trying to pick a certain time or time frame where you are trying to get in bed and go to sleep similar time every single night and waking up at a similar time every single day is extremely powerful and you will notice a difference in energy levels, in productivity, the amount of deep sleep you are having um, and and again, compounding over a few days or a week or a month, it makes a big difference because when we start to have shit quality sleep, that also compounds over time and and it's hard to get out of that sleep debt, I guess you could call it. Number nine is do some form of movement every day, regardless of how strenuous it is. This is essential for not only the body, but more importantly, the mind, guys. So 
It doesn't have to be training fucking flat out seven days a week. You know, you have your training program or plan that you are sticking to on the off days. It might be just going for a walk. It might be doing some mobility and stretching, some yoga, Pilates. Um, I just think some form of movement is particularly good for the mind. Even on the days where I don't have training now, I'm still trying to do some form of, you know, walking um, with Russ or whatever, um, just to get the body moving as well. Um, And if you can be focusing on that, Again, it kind of just allows you to stay in that routine and not fall off the wagon as often. If you're having periods where, you know, you're having, let's say, a week where you're just doing nothing at all, it can be hard to get back into that routine. So as I said right at the start of the episode, it's about becoming, you know, it's making these habits part of who you are. It's not just tasks that we do because we need to tick them off. It's part of who we are now. And if you can do that, then you'll be able to maintain these over a longer period of time. Number 10 is prioritize hydration, very underrated. Um, I'm not going to give you a certain number you need to aim for in terms of how much water you should be drinking. I just think more than what you are now or at least being consciously aware of how often you're drinking water throughout the day. It's a pretty fucking obvious one, but uh, a lot of people do not drink enough water and it does make a significant difference to energy levels, to mood, um, to your health in general, even you know the quality of your skin and the sleep quality and um, your, your cognitive ability, so how much you're able to concentrate and focus throughout the day. It makes a big difference, so make sure that's a priority for you. Number 11 is daily breath work. I've been doing lots of this lately, whether it's the Wim Hof method, whether it's, you know, the I believe the episode before this, um, I shared the 20-minute breathwork session uh, by Ella. Uh, if you haven't tried that, go and check it out. But this is extremely powerful. I've found this to be an absolute game changer for me um, in terms of my energy levels, in terms of my mood, be able to, being able to become a lot more present. And again, just being able to sit with my own thoughts. And that kind of leads us into the next one, which is practicing meditation. If you haven't tried meditation at all before, I would highly recommend it. It may not be something that you do on a daily basis, but I think if you can start to incorporate it um, as often as possible, it could be five minutes, 10, 15, 20, 45, an hour, whatever you want to do. Uh, but a lot of people cannot sit with their own thoughts and we find anything and everything we can in order to almost give us a distraction so we don't have to sit with our own thoughts but being able to become completely present, spend that time where you are losing track of time and space and um, and meditating, whether it's a guided meditation, a mantra meditation, whatever it may be. Um, I personally have seen significant benefit from meditating and a lot of the clients that I have that are meditating now have said the same thing. I think there's obviously a lot of research to back that up. Um, in terms of how beneficial meditation can be and if you haven't tried it already just understand that when I started I was like fuck there's no way I'm going to be able to do this because I can't sit still for fucking five minutes anyway but since bringing that in as a practice that I now do daily literally most days between 20 and 45 minutes um, I'm so glad that I, I started meditating and if you can have the similar benefits to what I have I think it will make a significant difference in your life. Number 13 is daily gratitude practice. A very simple one is just to start with three to five things each night before you go to bed. Grab out a piece of paper and a pen, whether it's your journal, um, whatever it may be. Write down three to five things each night that you're grateful for from that day that you've just had. Um, the power of gratitude is amazing. I think the, the fastest way to attract more things into your life that you want is to be grateful for the things that you already have. 
and extremely grateful. And it's not just writing things down too because it's easy to get stuck in the habit of just literally just fucking thinking of the same shit each day, writing it down and then just ticking it off. But it's genuinely having that um, the emotional type of connection and genuinely feeling gratitude for the things that you are writing down and putting some thought to it. And, and actually, again, you know, as I said before, coming back to some reflection of why you are grateful for that and how it made you feel at the time. Um, and that's a great way to attract more of it into your life. Number 14 is get out of your comfort zone. Do the things that scare you guys. I can't stress this enough. All the great things that I, that I have experienced in my life have pretty much every single one of them has come from me doing something that I was uncomfortable with initially. It could be trying cold showers. It could be talking to the person you've been scared to talk to. It could be starting the business you've been wanting to start, but you're worried about the outcome. I think getting out of your comfort zone is just such a great way to improve your life, but also prove to yourself that you're capable of more than what you are you know, giving yourself credit for at the moment. Number 15, surround yourself with people who will make you a better version of yourself or elevate your knowledge and expand your awareness. I've had this conversation with friends lately around, you know, for a lot of people that end up on, let's say, autopilot or they kind of, again, it comes back almost to the self-limiting beliefs, but they they have their life set up how it is at the moment. And a lot of the time, it's purely based on the fact that that's all they've been exposed to. Um, so they don't understand or they, they can't, they don't have the conscious awareness to understand that they are capable of more and that there's more out there. So I think by surrounding yourself with people who are doing great things, who are motivated, who are passionate about what they do, who are good people, who are investing in themselves and and putting time into becoming the best version of themselves, that will allow you to kind of feed off that energy and also put that same energy into your own into your own work on yourself and your own self-improvement and then hopefully that spreads to the people around you as well. But, you know, choosing your environment wisely in terms of who you surround yourself with and the places you spend time in is a, is a, is a big one and that's in your control so it's up to you to make that decision. Number 16 is minimize decision-making. I think systems and planning ahead will eliminate decision fatigue. Very simple things that, like let's think about first thing in the morning you wake up and if you're spending 10, 15 minutes trying to decide what to have for breakfast or what clothes you're going to wear for the day or whether you're going to walk to work or drive to work, all these little decisions throughout the day, they genuinely do fatigue you mentally. So then it's taking away from the mental capacity you have to put time into the things that will actually make a difference in your life. But it's also increasing cortisol levels and stress throughout the day without you even realizing, okay? So if you're spending a fuckload of time trying to make a very simple decision by coming up with systems to make these decisions or planning ahead, putting thought and gaining clarity on what you want and how you're going to achieve it along the way um, or just the very simple ones, like I said, daily in terms of what clothes you're going to wear, um, just very simple shit. If you can eliminate the amount of decisions you have to make, particularly in the first half of the day, it'll give you more mental capacity to spend that time on things that are more important to you and that will will be of more benefit to you. Number 17 is treat others the way you want to be treated yourself. This is a very obvious one, yet not many people do it, unfortunately, um, just a simple one. Like if you just think of the boomerang effect, which I've talked about before, if you are putting good positive vibes out there, they're going to come back to you as well. And if you are treating other people well, then they are going to want to treat you well also. You know, it's not about the things that you do. It's not about who you are and none of this shit. It's about how you make other people feel and that's what they're going to remember you by. 
So if you are treating other people the way that you would love to be treated yourself, then that is going to come back to you and people are going to value you as a person because you have made them feel good about themselves. Number 18, consume positive content. So if you're someone who scrolls through social media every day and gets triggered by certain people or certain accounts or if you're just consuming mindless shit on TV like TV shows that are offering absolutely no value and I think it is important to be able to have that time where you can switch off and stuff but I'm talking about the negativity you would see in the news every single day Um, you know again looking at people's social media accounts that you don't even like the person or all they're doing is just fucking complaining 24-7 and stuff like that you know replace that with more positivity so unfollow all the accounts of people who are posting negative shit Fill your social media feeds with positivity. Listen to audiobooks, podcasts. Spend time with people who um, are positive as well and you'll be surprised at how much of a difference that makes for you and your own positivity. Number 19, allow life to come to you and stop forcing the outcomes and just trust the process. So you got to keep in mind that life happens for you, not to you. Okay, so I've been um, I've been caught in this trap in the past where I'll set a goal or I'll want something or I want to achieve something and I'm so fixated on it that I'm overdoing it. I'm forcing the outcome and then and that has the opposite effect of what I actually want. Right? So it's kind of setting your intention, doing the things you know you need to do in order for it to happen and then just letting it happen and not being so fixated on the outcome all of the time and enjoying and trusting the process along the way. And not only is that going to be obviously more enjoyable for you um, throughout the whole journey because it's really important even with like little dopamine responses and whatnot along the way of trying to achieve a specific goal, if we're constantly trying to force things, even you know things like relationships and stuff as well, You just have to understand that everything happens for a reason and that life happens for you, not to you. So there may be things along the way that uh, you get frustrated by or it doesn't go the way you expected it or wanted it to go, but it is what it is. I mean, that's a very fucking simple saying, but um, it's something that I understood a while ago now and it's made a big difference for me. You know, when I set these goals, it's just understanding that, you know, if it's meant to be, it will be. If it's not meant to be, it won't be. And as long as I'm doing everything I can, as long as I'm remaining positive and, and setting the intentions and doing the things that I know uh, are going to help me achieve these certain things, then there's nothing nothing else I can do. So I'm just trying to not force the things um, that, I, that I want or I'm trying to attract and just letting them kind of come to me instead. And I think also on this, this note in terms of allowing life to come to you, I'm definitely guilty of this as well, but when you've got someone who is motivated or driven or who is trying to put in the work and staying dedicated and and being really disciplined, you have to also enjoy life as well, all right? So making time for for just general life stuff that may have absolutely no benefit on, you know, working towards a specific goal or whatever it may be, but it's just important that you don't get too fixated on the outcomes of the things that you want all the time. And because when you are fixated on these things, you just miss a lot of the the great stuff along the way and you can't get that back. So just making sure that you enjoy the process and you allow life to come to you. Number 20 is offer more value than you ask for in all situations. So you want to try and make sure that every situation that you're involved in, um, whether this be with your job, whether this be with friendship, whether this be with fucking anything, try and make it a win-win situation. And, you know, this this podcast I'm recording right now, I'm also just about to send out an email and post something on social media. It's like 
obviously I want to grow my business. Obviously I want to be successful within the the certain areas that I'm putting work into at the moment. But in order to do that, I'm a big believer in making sure that I offer 10 times more value than what I'm asking for from the audience or from the clientele that I'm trying to work with. So I want to be able to give you guys as much value as I possibly can to the point where whenever something comes up where you know you know that I offer a service that you are after, you'd be more than happy to return the favor and, and work with me or use my coaching app or do personal training with me or you know share the podcast with a friend or whatever it may be. But when you're going into situations only focused on what you want out of it, then in the long run, that's not going to work well for you. And again, it kind of damages relationships, it damages trust and and I just think, you know, if you can come into every situation, regardless of whether it's work related or not, trying to offer more value than you're asking for, it's going to work for you. It's going to work in your favor in the long run. Number 21 is find your focus hours of the day where you can do productive, interruption free work and reach your flow state. So this may be first thing in the morning if you're starting to get up early. It may be late at night. It might be in the middle of the day. I think it's important to find these hours and really capitalize on them because you don't want to get stuck in the the trap of being busy for the sake of being busy, which again, I have done over and over again. But two to three hours of you know highly focused, productive work where you're in flow state is way more, is, is significantly more beneficial than eight to 10 hours of just fucking shit work, but you just doing something for that whole time just so you can say that you're busy. Right, so really try and find that flow state, try and find your focus hours and capitalize on them, whatever it may be for, whether it's with your job, you know, a side hustle, passion project, whatever it may be, um, that is where the magic happens. Number 22 is improve your communication skills. Um, you know, if you're in business, I think storytelling um, is one of the most powerful ways to, in, you know, increase your audience, um, improve the the volume of clients you're working with or the products that you are selling and whatnot, communication with your partner, communication with family, um, communication with friends. That's just something that I've focused on a lot over the last 12 months and I'm not too sure why I actually added that in there. But uh, I think if you are unable to communicate you know, to your audience or to your partner the things that you want, the things that you need or frustrations or your ideas or... Um, anything along those lines, then you are limiting yourself, uh, but you're also limiting the potential of, of other people as well if you're not able to communicate these things. So a bit of a random one, but fuck it, improve your communication skills. A couple more here, guys, or three more. We've got 23 is listen more than you talk. We have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Get extremely good at listening. If you are always the fucking one talking, then you are going to miss out on potential value from other people. Okay, this is often an ego thing. We always want to make sure that a lot of people want to make sure they're their center of attention. They're able to let everyone else know how good they are or what they know and whatnot. But you never know what value can come from what other people are saying, particularly if it's someone you've never met before, right? If I just meet someone random and all I do is talk about myself, this person that I'm communicating with um, or, or speaking with, could have been able to offer me significant value. They could be in a, a substantially better position than what I am and I've missed out on that opportunity because I'm just always fucking talking, okay? If you've got a business, being able to listen to your audience, what they want, what they need, what they're happy with, what they're frustrated with, just listen more than you talk. Number 24 is look to generate multiple streams of income. I think this is significantly important and that doesn't mean that you need to go out and get four jobs 
or you know you know what I mean. You don't need to work twenty four fucking seven, but if you've got something you're passionate about and you currently have a nine to five job, it might be starting a side hustle, you know, doing a passion project, finding some way of of increasing the amount of revenue streams that you have. I think is extremely important. Important in my opinion. This may not you know be of any uh, interest to you, but I've found you know being able to create these multiple um, streams of income has allowed me the freedom to do more things that I enjoy, to to um, impact more people and to also reduce their stress and anxiety around putting too much focus on just that one pillar. Okay, so it's made a big difference for me. It may not mean anything to you, but I think it's important. And then the last one here, it's a very obvious one, but I think more people need to do it and that is focusing on doing the things that bring you joy because that's what it's all about. It could be with your training. It could be outside of training. It could be with your job or outside of your job. Just making sure that you are allocating time as often as possible to do the things that actually make you happy and not just getting stuck on autopilot and and just going from one day to the next and mindlessly doing things without putting any time and focus on the things that actually make you happy because even if it's non-work related, even if it's not going to help you move closer to your goals, by spending time actually feeling joy and happiness then it's going to then carry over and that's going to flow over into everything else in your life as well so it can only improve everything along the way so very important one there um there they are the 25 habits i think that if you are integrating into your day and and making it part of who you are it will improve your life drastically Again, if you have enjoyed this episode, if you've found it helpful or valuable, I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'd love for you to share this episode with a friend and make sure you have subscribed to the podcast if you haven't already. That is all I ask of you guys. Um, I hope you've had a brilliant start to the year so far and I'm looking forward to bringing so much great content to you in 2023. We have some amazing guests lined up. I'm looking forward to getting back in the studio with Kane and recording some episodes with guests and sharing them with you all. Um, But I appreciate everyone who listens to the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast. And again, I hope you've had a great start to the year and that this episode in particular really has an impact on you for 2023.